Okay. 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 <laughs> Is that how you're gonna start it every time? Probably. <laughs> Pay attention, please. Anyways. Episode two of Anxiety <gasps> <laughs> Struggle is real. Oh god. Okay, so oh, stop clapping. Should we kick him out? Wait, is it on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> Golly. I was gonna say something about the clapping, but I... <laughs> no, don't do it. Inappropriate. Oh, you just you saying inappropriate. <laughs> daily routines, limit work efficiency, and reduce self-esteem and place a strain on relationships because people will do anything. 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 To avoid... Everything. And anything. Yes. To avoid the uncomfortable and often terrifying feeling of phobic anxiety. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry, can you do this? <laughs> Anyways, people with phobias or strong irrational fear reactions work hard to avoid common places, situations, or objects even though there is no threat or danger. Many people suffering from a phobia feel powerless to their fear and they know that it may not make sense to others. Makes sense to me. I mean, if you explain it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. I'm gonna explain things. People. <gasps> ben, don't do it. Don't open the door. <laughs> Anyways, people who experience these seemingly excessive and unreasonable fears in the presence of or in anticipation of a specific object, place, or situation have a specific phobia. <laughs> they commonly focus on animals, insects, germs, heights, thunder, driving, public transportation. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Okay. Flying, dental or medical procedures, and elevators. <laughs> okay. Most common phobias, number one was social phobia, which is just social anxiety, which was, I have considered an anxiety disorder. Listen to last podcast, boy. That's what I wrote. On my notes. Nice. 
first podcast was on social anxiety. Can I read one of the phobias? Yeah, go ahead. The second phobia I'm pronouncing is them. agoraphobia. I think that's how you yep. say it. The fear of open spaces. It is a type of anxiety disorder in which you fear and avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic and make you feel trapped, helpless, or embarrassed. You fear an actual or anticipated situation, such as using public transportation, being in open or enclosed spaces, st- standing in line, or being in a crowd. Treatment for agoraphobia is mostly psychotherapy and medications. (laughs) Acrophobia is the fear of heights. Acrophobia can cause you to fear a variety of things related to being far from the ground. Treatment for acrophobia is... Psychotherapy? Yeah, psychotherapy. Medication, exposure, and relaxation. Claustrophobia is the fourth fear. It's the fear of enclosed spaces. (laughs) Triggers may include being inside an elevator, a small room without any windows, or even being on an airplane. Some people have reported that wearing tight-necked clothing can can provoke feelings of claustrophobia. The word claustrophobia comes from the Latin word claustrum, which means a closed-in place. And the Greek word... Phobus, meaning fear. Wow. Some places that can trigger claustrophobia are elevators, changing rooms, tunnels, basements, revolving doors, planes, public toilets, small rooms. Public toilets. Public toilets. <laughs> public toilets. Hmm? Public toilets? Hold on. <laughs> Popping. We're going to talk about public toilets for a second. They are disgusting. Yes. I was at Hosses today. Shout out Miss Dixon's field trip. I'm not going to say anything else on the topic. But I was at Hosses today, and I went into the bathroom... And I was in the stall. Huh? <laughs> really loud. I was in the stall, and I look at the wall, and there's juice on the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, how did that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> how did the juice get on the wall? Well, that's what I was like. wondering. <laughs> yeah, it was like red juice. Oh. Maybe it was blood. We're in the woman's bathroom. <laughs> ben, it doesn't get on the wall. <laughs> Don't help at me. Anyways. Why would it make any more sense? But as I walked in, I saw a sign that said, we do regular bathroom checkups, make sure they're clean. And And they do regular bathroom checkups, why? Why is there there juice on the wall? Let me know. Maybe they were between bathroom checks? I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Small rooms, locked rooms, and rooms with windows that don't open. You know, I hate windows that don't open. They make me so angry. What are you there for? Punch them out. <laughs> Just do it. Put your head through it. Use your head. Just Whack it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm chewing on an airhead. <laughs> the next one, I hate this one. Ugh. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Ben. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, the next one is. Aerophobia for that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Ophidiophobia, which is the fear of snakes. I absolutely hate snakes. I hate them. They're you want to know why? I'm gonna go into why. So one time when I was a child, 
My childhood was whack. Let me just start with that. Whack. Don't look at me like that. You know what else is whack? Hold on. <laughs> Shut up, Liz. <laughs> when I was a child, my cousin walked into my house and said, Aerie, go, go check the mail. You better stay away from me, brother. So I... <laughs> so I'm like, okay, chill. I'll go check the mail. I, I couldn't see into the mailbox because I was little. Why did I know where this was going? I stick my hand into that mailbox and I feel the snakes. That boy put snakes in my mailbox. Real live snakes in my mailbox. I stuck my hand right in it. I felt like Indiana Jones. Mm-mm. You know, because he falls into a snake pit. Yes. Yeah, I did get bitten. Really? Yeah, they went poisonous, though. I assume, yeah, I just assume they were like corn snakes, gardener snakes. Gardener snakes. Whatever they're called. Hate them still. I don't care. Honestly, there's like scaly worms. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. I don't care. I hate them. After that, I haven't even looked at the snake the same. After that, I went on a field trip, actually, to Lake Tobias. It with my kindergarten class. And at the end, they had a big boy boa constrictor out there. You know what I'm saying? And oh, they're like, like in, like in, uh, be like in the second and third grade. No, it's kindergarten. Oh, well, like I, I know, but like in the uh, demonstrations where they would bring like everybody. Yeah, to school. Like, yeah. Oh boy, like, I hated those. I was sitting there and I was like, hook. But anyway, so I. I never did that at my school. Shut up, Liv. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was go to Strode's. or I went to Armand, but whatever. Oh. But um, they had this big boy snake out on the table, and you could walk up, get a picture, and pet it. Well, it was my turn. They're like, my mom, my mom was there. She's like, let me get a picture with you. It, and I was like, no. <laughs> so I went up and went stood stood next to it, and then right as my mom took the picture, I turned it away because I was so scared, and she didn't get a picture with me of me with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't do snakes. And just, just last year, just last year, I was taking my dog Peachy. Follow her on Instagram, Peachy the Dog Twelve. I love peaches. <laughs> gotta, gotta get that plug. <laughs> um, I was taking her on a walk, and as, as I'm walking back to my house, there's a snake on the road. I paused. I stood there for twenty minutes until it got off the road because it was laying there dying. I don't care that it was dying. <laughs> I was not getting close to it, and it was like right there. Stop it. And I was like. It was slowly, like, getting off the road. I was like, okay. And then I took a big boy loop around it. I was like, we're not getting anywhere close to that peach. I stood there for a while. <laughs> Anyways. That was a lot of Yeah. Okay. Back to the ophidiophobia. Some researchers <laughs> believe phobias related to reptiles. Snakes, specifically, may be evolutionary, developed by our ancestors as a survival mechanism. It's because my ancestors. Sure. We'll go with that. Symptoms may include, but are not limited to, shaking, crying, or running away from snakes. Sounds like all three things you would do. Shut <laughs> up. Another, another story about snakes. Oh my god. I live in the woods. They're, they're there. They're present, so I hate it. My dad told me, Harry, go out and pick up toys from the yard because my boy, my, my boys, my brothers, <laughs> my boys, <laughs> my, my boys, my brothers 
We're outside playing earlier, and he's like, go help him clean up the yard. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I was, like, picking stuff up, and I thought it was, like, fake rubber snake. I go to reach down, and that boy moved. I yelled. I ran away. I started crying. My dad walked over, picked it up, and got it right in my face. And I, I, I didn't talk to him for a week. I did not talk to my dad for a week because of that. He deserved nothing. Okay. <laughs> and you can also experience heart palpitations or have difficulty breathing. I have asthma already. <laughs> um, and you may find it difficult or even impossible to remain in the same room as a snake. Me at me running out impossible. of the room. Impossible. Like if you're trapped in a room with snakes, like, I'd rather die. Impossible. Like you could not be found. Like you physically like, couldn't. You couldn't exist. Yes. Yeah. What? Like if you were locked in a room full of snakes. Yeah, I would. It would be impossible. I would snap my situation. I can't say that. Yeah, if I was trapped in a room with snakes and could not get out, you know, I would take. I would do a thing, but I won't say. I won't say. Don't report this recording. Anyways, the most common treatments for snake phobia are based on cognitive behavioral therapy techniques, which is psychotherapy. Don't- what? Ben should read the last two. No, I'll I'll read the- this next one, and then you can read- you can read yours. The one you like. I'm sad you didn't include the phobia I wanted to talk about. You don't- you're not even scared of cows! I know, I love cows. So why? Because it's- it's funny that people are afraid of cows, because cows aren't even scary looking. I know they cause more deaths than, like, sharks and stuff, but, like... I think it would be scary to get, like, trampled. Imagine you're sitting... Imagine you can't move. Imagine you can't move, and a cow just comes running at you. That's going to be scary. I will say, I have That is a big animal. Come... I have thought about going to, like, Spain and being, like, a matador or something. I almost called it the wrong thing, and I'm glad you said it before I sounded stupid. No, that, that that would be wild. I wouldn't be afraid to do it. Like, I would. I would. I wouldn't yeah, want. I, I wouldn't want it. Those pointers. The horns. Those pointers. They only have one finger. It's just the pointer finger. Today on the field trail. <laughs> I was sitting there, and we were practicing the interview we were about to do. We were doing mock interviews, and I was sitting there talking with my friend. And she goes, okay, so tell me about yourself. And I go, ugh. And then I'm like, I like bread. <laughs> Out of nowhere. God, I don't know. Whenever people ask me to say it, it's just I don't know. about myself in school. Okay, so the next, the next one is trypanophobia, which is the fear of needles. Another thing I have, I hate needles. I'm okay, so it is extreme fear of medical procedures involving injection, <laughs> injections, injections, indigestion, <laughs> yeah, injections or hypodermic, hypodermic, hypodermic. <laughs> needles. Some causes of this phobia are negative life experiences or. Like <laughs> <laughs> Fan 
family member Say. is addicted to heroin <laughs> <laughs> and decides to. That's the sound of injecting. <laughs> Around you as a child. See, I told you my childhood has been whack. I had a really normal childhood compared to you. <laughs> like, I had enough of metal And then when she's going through withdrawal, in front of you grabs a rope and says she's gonna go hang herself? <laughs> like it. <laughs> then here's your quarter I stole from you earlier. I don't like change. It smells like metal. Right. Did you tell her? Do what you want. No, I did not. That it is safe to say. <laughs> did you report her to the app? Ben, I was... I think I was around eight. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> Anyways. So, I think that's really what brought on my fear of needles was that. And also now, just... Ugh, the aftermath of that. Ugh, gross. She's, she does that, uh, what's that stuff where they, like, the, it's like heroin watered down, though? I don't know. Is that the government gives you? Anyways. Morphine? Hey, Shut up, Liv, no. Hey, bro, you want some off-brand heroin? <laughs> anyway, shut up. If Walmart was a drug dealer. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, the aspects of needles. <laughs> May cause dizziness or fainting, bad memories and anxiety, and a sensitivity pain. Symptoms include dizziness, fainting, anxiety, insomnia, panic attacks, high blood pressure, racing heart rate, feeling emotionally or physically violent, and avoiding or running away from medical care. So, I'm going to go into this one too. I cannot. I cannot. Just, what? like, get, like, IVs or... Or shots. Yeah. What about blood drawn? That's, no. So, the first time I found out, really, about me, I pass out, and, and like, I pass out and throw up when it happens. First time I found that out was, I had a concussion in middle school. Classic. <laughs> Classic story. really draws everyone in. But, uh, I, because yeah. <laughs> a death spell on my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Death spell on your head. And people are like, at you. Yeah, it did. <laughs> People are like a desk. Hmm. Continue on. Anyways, so I had to get an MRI the one time, and uh, they're like, "We're gonna give you some contrast." And I'm like, "Okay." Why are you talking like that? I'm like, "Okay, chill." Yeah, doctors are like, so I was like, "Okay, chill." It makes it, uh, the pictures clearer because it, like, lights, it, like, lights your, makes your blood, like, light up. <laughs> I think. I Not really. As you drink no. glow stick juice. <laughs> yeah, they. They yeah. injected glow stick juice into your arm. Yeah, so. I mean, that would explain a lot. <laughs> so I'm laying there. Okay. Okay. My I head. I don't know what kind of doctor you visited. <laughs> neurologist my brain in my brain <laughs> my head that during mris they they put your part you're getting an mri on <laughs> in like a cage thing so you can't move it because if you move it'll blur the images and mess it all up so they i have my head in like a trapped thing like a cage and i'm laying there 
and they fr- they get the pictures without contrast. They pull me out. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you contrast. So I'm like, oh, shoot. I already knew I didn't like needles, but I didn't know what would happen because I hadn't had... I hadn't had anything where I needed to get needles except shots, and I just cried for those and really hated it. So I was like, okay, fine. They put... Oh, I don't like talking about this. <laughs> it makes my arms hurt. Like, it physically makes my arms hurt. Uh, and they, like, put it in, and then they missed the vein. They go, oh, seems as if we missed it. And I was like, bro, <laughs> you're supposed to be good at this. So then they, like, moved it. Ugh. They, like, moved it, and then they were like injecting the stuff and then pulling it back out and because they kept missing my vein and it hurt so bad my arm whole arm was bruised <laughs> all right do you want to hear a story and then i'm late oh, hold on sorry, sorry, yeah. and then they, they finally get it in me and they keep it in for some reason i don't know why they didn't take that shoot <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know why they didn't take it out but they send me back in that mri machine and they give you a little clicker if you need anything so I'm laying there, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to throw up. So I clicked a button, and they're like, what do you need? And I'm like, I need you to get me out of here. And they're like, but if you, why? Like, if you move, it will mess up the pictures. And I'm like, I'm going to mess up your machine if you don't get me out of here. So I keep hitting the button, because it keeps, it dings. It dings in the room. So it's just going off for them. And they, I, they're like, okay, fine. We'll get you out. And I'm like, thank you. And they, pull, they bring me out, and they're like, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. And the doctor's like, are you sure? Because if I take you out, it's going to change the pictures. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. So, like, they they took the cage thing off me. I don't know. As soon as I sit up, the nurse comes running over with this bag. And I puke. And I'm like, I told you I was going to throw up. And then I was like, okay, I'm good now. Let's go. And as I lay back down, I, heard the, I hear the nurse. I, my head wasn't trapped in yet. I hear the nurse go, she just passed out. I sit up. My mom's on the floor. And that's pretty <laughs> iconic. <laughs> and I asked her why she passed out. She's like, I just didn't like seeing you in pain. And I was like... But then that was fine. And then the second, go ahead, tell your story first. Oh, I, I was gonna talk about how whenever my brother uh, ruined his Achilles or not his Achilles, his ACL, MCL, PCL, everything in his knee. Mm, I also um, like having no knees. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did it to both of them. Oof. Um, so like they're Rip. they ache whenever it's cold. Um, well <laughs> they they ache. Well, Do you know the proper since way to use hand sanitizer? Huh? Do you know the proper way to use that? I, I had like a 30 minute lesson from my teacher on it one Proper time. way to use hand sanitizer? You put it on and you go. Yeah, but you yeah. don't rub it till it's dry. You gotta wait. Like, I don't. I don't. And then wait 30 seconds. I don't rub it till it's dry. My teacher likes I don't know why, this. but I never do. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Well, the Sorry. procedure to like. Hand sanitizer lesson. To um, fix up the knee and like to get new muscle in there was to go into surgery, take out some uh, muscle from back of the leg. I could never be a doctor. <laughs> and <laughs> implant it in the knee. Ew, that's gross. That's well, kind of cool. Shut up. It's gross. They, it's after they did that, they took the muscle, um, put it in the knee, but then they had to, like, stimulate the nerve endings around it to, like, get it to match up properly and basically rewrite knee jeans. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so they took a long like nope. needle diode and threaded it down his knee. Like they started up here in his thigh and went all the way down. Okay, that's enough for that. 
We can't continue that conversation. And it kept shocking him, and his leg twitched and mm-hmm. shot, and every time it Did shot, you see it? Were you watching? Or did he just... T- you watch it? Yeah. That's it so weird. Ew. Like, it, it was a needle, like, this long, that they just... Ben, you can't it. say this long and hold up your <laughs> fingers for... We're, it's a podcast. They can't see. <laughs> That's disgusting. Anyways. That's neat. So then, I realized I passed out when... Not only I get IVs, but when I see other people getting IVs. Here's how I found that out. Oh, so you like watching uh, doctor shows? No. Doctor. My stepmom was giving birth with my youngest brother, Ryder. <laughs> and I'm like, oh heck. I was in the room. And they're like, okay, we're gonna we're giving you an IV to help you sleep and stuff. So I turn around because I know I don't like needles and stuff. So I'm turning around in a spinny chair, like this one I'm currently sitting in. Turn around like this, with the like my stomach towards the back of the chair. Classic doctor sit, you know? Yeah. My doctor actually sits like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sitting there, <laughs> don't say it Ben, <laughs> don't say it Ben, and she's getting the IV, so I turn around, away from her getting the IV, and I'm like, okay, and and I heard the nurse say, okay, all good, so I turn around, and there's tape over the IV and everything, but I look at her hand and see that she has it, and the nurse was still fixing the tape, and I'm like, oh heck, and I start to feel really tired, and I'm I'm like, okay, maybe this is because I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, being up, helping Autumn and stuff. So I rest my head down. Next thing I know, I wake up on the floor. Mm-hmm. And my parents... Cold? Huh? You cold? I don't know. I don't really remember that much. But I, I, according to my parents, I laid my head down, lifted it up, and now I was ghost white. Um, my dad asked me what was wrong, and I said I was going to pass out, and then I fell. And my dad just barely caught me. But then, I, yeah, what I remember is waking up on the floor and my dad going, put your head between your knees, and I just go, okay, and flop. <laughs> and then the nurse is like, do you, do you want anything, like juice or ice chips or anything? And I'm like, oh, heck, I've heard about the good hospital ice chips. Give me some of them ice chips. <laughs> and then I felt fine. Like, I felt fine. I actually really like passing out. I know it's not good for your brain. I get that. Like, I actually understand that. But, like, it, it's such a nice little nap. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, if you feel so refreshed out. Like, I feel yeah. refreshed afterwards. Is that weird? I've never passed out. I've been on the edge of passing out. No, I have I'm a couple of times. I've passed out, I like, say, like, six times, six or seven times throughout my lifetime. But I just know, like, I, it's it's not good for you, but it's just, yeah. it feels like a nice little nap. Oh. But, um, I'm trying to get comfy. Um. I, whenever I broke my collarbone, I sat and, I sat on the sideline and I, the... Medic? In, in essence, yeah. He's standing there, and he sees me, like, going white. And I'm, like, looking up at the sky, and it, it's, it's, like, getting dark. But I'm mm-hmm. like, huh. I'm real tired. <laughs> and I just kind of started, like, my eyes started flickering. And, um, he's, like, standing on maybe 30 feet away. He looks over at me. He's like, hey, <laughs> sit up. Hey! If you're gonna pass out, lay down on the ground. 
Because if you pass out standing up, then you'll probably die. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like... So Guys, I'm going to stay standing. <laughs> so I lay down, and he's like, now stick your legs above your head. I'm like, what the hell are you telling me to do? Ben! Language! Ah! <laughs> like, um... Nah. But... It's just a, a little I, one. It'll slide. But I sat there, and, like, I was just... Nothing hurt. Like, I was in no pain whatsoever. But I was just strictly loopy, happy. I was all smiles. I'm like, wow, this is great. It's like my arm is hanging by a thread. It's just <laughs> flopping around. I can't lift it. And I'm just sitting there laughing. Like, man, this is the best time of my life. <laughs> and then my most recent thing with needles has been last year. I had to get blood work done to see why I wasn't sleeping. They thought it was something off in my blood and stuff, so they scheduled blood work. And I'm like, oh shoot, this isn't gonna go well. It's really nervous. Walked into the hospital to get it done. The lady, the receptionist, was British, and I was like, I wonder if you know who knows who has, you know, joke. Joking it up. And I was like, Dad, my dad was with me, made sure to go with me. I was like, I'm gonna pass out and throw up. He's like, Ari, you'll be fine. And I'm like, Bro, no, I won't. I know what's gonna happen. We sign in. I get called back. I, t I look at the nurse and I go, just a warning. I'm gonna pass out. Probably throw up as well. So, just wanted to let you know, be prepared for that. And she's like, oh, you'll be fine. She's like, just keep talking. Talk, talk to your dad while it happens so you distract yourself from it. And I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess. So she doesn't miss the vein. Look at her go. She gets it going. I'm talking to my dad, talking, talking, talking. And then I can't hear nothing. And I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I look at my dad. I see his mouth moving. And I go, dad, I can't hear you at all. <laughs> and I, 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 my hearing comes back slightly. He's like, just keep talking to me, Ari. You'll be fine. And I'm like, And the nurse is like, are you about to pass out? And I go, yeah, I'm about to pass out. And yep. then and then the dots, black dot, dots started, started happening. Mm -hmm. Just had a little bit of a stroke. And I look at the nurse and I go, yeah, I'm passing out. The dots, it's going dark. And I like start leaning to the side. And she's like, yeah, she's passing out. We're going to pull it. So they took the IV out and all this. And I pass out. I wake up. And they instructed me, they're like, don't eat anything 12 hours before you go in for blood work. And I got blood work done at 8 o'clock in the morning. It was scheduled at 8 o'clock in the morning. And so I was like, okay, chill. I'll be asleep most of the time. That's fine. But I hadn't eaten anything really after lunchtime at school the next, the day before. Yeah, shut up. Not the next day. The day before, so I was pretty dang hungry. So then I started to dry heave because I had nothing in my system to throw up. And that hurt a lot. And the nurse was like, I like, sitting there with the trash can. And I finally felt better and I stopped dry heaving and I go, okay. And the nurse is like, uh, I'm not going to keep going. You needed four vials and we're only at one. But I think that'll be enough for some tests and then we'll just get the rest for the other littler tests. But I prick up your finger and she goes, is that okay? And I look at her and I go, it's not the blood, it's the needle. Because <laughs> I was still like out of it a little bit. 
And then they, like, moved me over. They, like, stood me up. They grabbed my arms. And I was, like, sliding across the floor <laughs> to a big comfy chair. And I, like, flopped down. And she's like, do you want anything to drink? Like, orange juice and some graham crackers to make you feel better? And I'm like, yeah, give me that orange juice. Because you know me and my orange juice. Love orange juice. I love whenever they treat you like a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, you just sitting there like, yeah, can I please have your crackers? <laughs> <laughs> but they brought me this orange juice. And I start drinking it. And I'm like, ugh. And I looked at the nurse in the eye. I looked her in the eye and I go, this orange juice is disgusting. She says to me, she's like, oh, I guess you're still a little out of it there. And I go, I may be out of it, but I know when orange juice is good. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad goes, Aerie, knock it off. (laughs) And I go, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And Can I tell my passing out story? Yeah, go one second. And then I ate the graham crackers and I'm like, well, now my mouth's dry, and I don't, I don't, I'm not drinking that orange juice. And then I went to school. I walked into study hall. I was second period of study hall. I walked in, and I, I look at the teacher, Mr. Klaus. Shout out, Mr. Klaus. I look at him, and I go, I just passed out. <laughs> he goes, should you be here right now? And I go, I don't know. I got a test later, though, so yeah. See how dedicated I am. <laughs> go ahead. Student. Okay. I'm so, a scholar. the time I almost passed out, it so I got my industrial pierced, and, like, I, the guy was like, okay, you can stand up and, like, look at, at what it looks like. So I stood up, and I looked at my ear. But then I started feeling really hot, and, like, everything felt like I was underwater, and, like, everyone sounded kind of, like, distant. And then I was like, it's really hot in here. And then Sherry went to go get my mom. Shout out, Sherry. Yes. And Ange. And my mom was in the waiting room, because my mom Angie. didn't want to <laughs> watch me get pierced. Uh, so, they come back in, <laughs> and my it. mom is like, how are you feeling? And I go, you sound funny. And then she's like, okay, can she lay down? And the guy was like, I don't care. And then I laid down, and then I don't really remember what happened next. All I know is, like, a few minutes later, I was like, I feel better. Can we go home now? I'm hungry. And then, so I don't know if I passed out or not, but I remember that everyone sounded like they were underwater. Yeah, but it's such a nice little nap, I think. It is. Like, you're always just... I feel so energetic afterwards. I don't know, like, I don't think that... I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's, it's like, after you you get a really good amount of sleep. Like, yeah. Not, not necessarily, like, a full 12 hours, but, like... A, a you just, decent... You just wake up on your own accord, mm-hmm. and you're just like, wow. Like, oh, that was I, a good night's sleep. Like, yeah. We should probably move on to the last one, man. I was hungry afterwards, though. Yeah, I made my dad stop and get me chicken nuggets. Well, I I said, can I get chicken nuggets? And then I was like, no, I'm going to miss study hall if we stop and get chicken nuggets, and I want to go into study hall. So I didn't get chicken nuggets, but I got chicken nuggets after school. Okay, so we'll move on to the final phobia. This This is Ben's phobia. Thalassophobia, or the fear of deep water. And then we can tell our drowning stories! <laughs> I don't have a drowning story. Well, As I said one. many times in this podcast, my childhood <laughs> was lack. I don't want them to call, like, BS on my mom when I say that you <laughs> I mean, like, you're, what? you're like 18, right? I'm 17. 17. Yeah. So you're what are they gonna old. do? No. Well, the lassophobia or the fear of deep water 
isn't just about the water, but maybe the things in, in the water, or the idea of swimming in the water. <laughs> Personally, I do not like being on the ocean, because... I don't like being in water exactly. that I can't, like, see the bottom of. Exactly. Like... I even stay away from the deep end of the pool. I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't mind. I don't I'll mind pools. I'll take a trip there. I'll be like, all right, I'm here, but then I, I'm always back on the other side. I don't stay there for more than like a minute or two. I don't mind pools because I can see the bottom of that pool. But when it's like outside water, like yeah. natural water, like yeah. in a natural place, like ocean, well, even river, in, and stuff like that, pond, yeah. I do not even like. Even Jenny, I don't know. Um, like, I live right beside, uh, yeah, like, I right mean... beside that river. I used to, like, as a kid, I used to go down there and, I'd, like, stomp around in the water and yeah. all that, but, um, Most I, I, I will go up to is, like, my knees. Something, I don't yeah, get these something that always got me was, um, like, there would be crayfish uh -huh. in the water, and... When they hit your every ankles. Every year, yeah, every, every year when I would be going around. I would feel one get around my foot, and like it would just slide right past, and I lost it. I hated it. I started wearing like I've boots. Like, yeah, like I've water never boots. Been, like I've never um, been bitten by one. Rain boots. Yeah. Oh, I've been clamped by one. Hey, I'm filming. I'm recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> what is? What? Chad. Oh, golly. <laughs> I don't know. She's pointing that bed clogged. Continue. Um, I want to say, like, maybe five years ago, there was a kid who... Two kids who, like, drowned in the river. Yeah, didn't just, they, like, find a body? Just, uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but like, just That's some criminal mind stuff and up in here. It was literally it like is. maybe a hundred feet from where I would always mess around. Yeah. And um, like the water, I remember the water dropped off like really deep. Yeah, there's like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you take five steps in and one direction boom. and it's a 20 foot drop. And I hated that. And. Uh, one of the things that always got me was the fact that my brother and my cousins would stand on my back while I was in the pool, and I would come up half blacked out, mm. and I was not happy. And that yeah, that yeah. really drove it home. When I was a child, again as a child, and I was just learning how to swim, so I was pretty little. Uh, we would go to my mom's friend's house and swim in their pool because it was, like, not, like, just a little kiddie pool. It was, like, a big actual pool. Like mine? Yeah, but, like, a hard-sided pool. Yeah, yeah, So, um, and I was just learning how to swim, and my mom's like, okay, take your floaties off, we're gonna mm -hmm. practice swimming. And then I'm like, okay, don't dunk me, anyone. Like, don't do that to me. Don't do that. And my mom is, like, helping me swim, and then next thing I know, she's pushing me under the water, and I'm like... I, I was shocked, and I was like, <gasps> and I sucked in a bunch of water, and I was like, oh, she's gonna die. And then she held me there for what felt like forever, and then she brought me up, and I started dying, and she's like, oh my god, and I was like crying, she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and I was like, I told you not to do that, Bob. And then, 
while I had my concussion, uh, I went to the beach with my, my mom and my two brothers and my mom's boyfriend. And I wasn't supposed to be doing, like, stuff that would hurt my head. You know, I had a concussion. So I'm in the ocean. Swimming. For the first time in 13 years, because the first time I went to the ocean, I almost drowned again. I got stuck under... I'll I'll go into that first. I got stuck... I was on a raft thing, and my uncle was pulling us out into the ocean. It was at the Gulf of Mexico. He was pulling us out, and we would ride the waves back in. Well, I fell off and got stuck under the raft. And don't... And... The undertow starts dragging you back. Yeah, and I, like, and it, like, I got stuck under the raft and was being pulled under, and I couldn't get out, so I was, like, freaking out, and no one even noticed that I fell off, so they were just doing their thing, not trying to help me or anything, and finally I came up, and I, I almost, I had almost drowned. I was, like, laying there on the beach, (laughs) dying, and my grand finally noticed me. (laughs) And she's like, oh my god, are you okay? And I was, I was like, <laughs> dying. And I, I didn't get back in the ocean until, I think I was six. I didn't get back in until I was 13, which is when I went. And then I had my concussion. And a wave, a wave hit me. I went under, smacked my head off the ocean floor, and almost got knocked out from that. So yeah, I don't like the ocean that much. And also just not knowing what's in there. You know those, uh, like, yeah. the big trampolines that they'll have on water? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was either Ocean City or Ocean City, Maryland, or somewhere down in Florida. Um, I think it was Maryland. I start jumping on one of those, and I go, and I jump off, get thrown into the water, and I just, like, oh, hey... I'm at, at the floor, mm. and it's maybe a 15-foot deep part of the oh, water. Yeah. And I can't open my eyes underwater. I can, like, I like can. in, like, pools, but not uh, not in, like, salt water. Yeah, I can only open I can't my do eyes it in either. Like, I, for I whatever mean, reason, I can't force myself to. My yeah. eyes end up, like, bloodshot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, too. from, like, chemicals. But... Yeah, it kind of hurts. But... Oh, but, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm just... Out, uh, the I feel the sand start like pulling me in. Yeah, I hate. And I like just hold my breath and start floating towards <laughs> the top. People are like, "Oh my god, that was so cool!" And I'm like, "I'm sitting <laughs> that was there not like cool. my eyes are just shot red." I'm, <laughs> That's so cool. You almost died. <laughs> wow. I'm out of it. Awesome. I sat like I was shaking. I, I went. I sat on the uh, blanket on the towel on the beach and I just sat there for like people keep walking 15 in. minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I sat there for 15 minutes and just didn't move I didn't talk to anyone like yeah. they were trying to hold conversations with me and I just sat there it's traumatizing almost dying like that that's and I like hate, I hate drowning I hate the idea of drowning. yeah I would I when people are like would you rather burn to death or drown I'd rather burn to death I would not drown because I, I feel like that would be so slow. Yeah. And like I, Burning I feel like would be pretty slow too. We probably I, I just feel like uh, I don't know. That's off topic. Drowning, like. <laughs> but when are we not off topic? I think we that's. And I'm I'm not a fan of like I wouldn't say that I'm like claustrophobic, but I do not like being in a room. Yeah. Like, I can sit here in this room. Yeah. This, yeah. Like, I don't have claustrophobia. But like if I'm in. Like, if you would put me in a cabin, 
casket-sized thing. Oh, and I just like lock the thing. I I I might be able to sit there mm-hmm. for three minutes. I have a fun story about that kind of. Hold on, okay. let's finish this. Anyways, so symptoms of. <laughs> Say it again, Ben. Elasophobia. Yep. Can include increased heart rate, nausea, and they said there was another one, but I don't. I didn't write it down. It was. And then, if your fear of what's lurking under the water prevents you from going out about your usual activities or perhaps enjoying a beach vacation, it can be considered problematic. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and tell your story, and then we're gonna sign off. So when I was younger, we had this like table thing that like the top open and i was pretty tiny i was like five and my brother and his friend were like hey can you crawl in there we just want to see like if you can fit so i did and then they shut the lid and sat on top of it and like i was pushing trying to get out because i didn't know they were on top of it and i thought i was gonna die in there because like i started to not be able to breathe and like i started to like freak the heck out because i couldn't get out and like the box was only about as wide as i was and like just a little bit longer than I was, and I thought I was gonna die in there. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> I would go in it more into my childhood trauma, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay, so that's all I got on the specific phobias. Specific phobias. <laughs> and that's that. Adios, amigos. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. <laughs>